Hi, Fight For You podcast is about our scariest thoughts, memories, and experiences. Every other week, I'm speaking with a new guest. These stories are rooted in pain, love, grief, heartache, but most of all, how they've overcome their biggest challenges. Fight For You exposes vulnerability, and you can have the chance to share your story too. Reach out anytime. And remember, you are not alone. Fight for you. Let's break the stigma. I'm your host, Lily, and today's episode is about Gilda. Gilda is a sophomore attending a music academy in Los Angeles. Gilda grew up in LA, learning to love all, promote change, fight for equality, and to trace her dreams. Gilda has exceeded all of these at such a young age, a true fighter for her dreams. Gilda is a dance and singer-songwriter aspiring for her dreams in the heart of the industry. Gilda recently released her first single called Pink Rosé and is working on another one and possibly an EP. Such exciting things even at such a young age. Gilda has experienced everything growing up in LA. Being forced to grow up way before ever ready has changed her for forever. Gilda chose her true self on Instagram, showing her amazing work, protesting, mental health, and everything about her life. Gilda is a hardworking, genuine, and loving person. Follow along for the rest of the episode to learn even more about Gilda. Gilda is joining me here today from Los Angeles. How are you doing, Gilda? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Well, are you ready to just get right into it? Yeah. Okay, hey, do it. Why don't you tell us more in depth about yourself, maybe about some hobbies, clubs, and passions? Okay, um, so I am a singer, songwriter, and dancer. Um, basically, I love writing music. I write music a lot. It's kind of like my therapy. Um, I've been dancing ever since I was really little. Um, I did a lot of ballet, but now I'm more into like hip-hop and modern. Um, and I work with a coach and we do like private lessons and it's really fun. Um, and yeah, I used to do a lot of sports. I was a very sporty person, but now I'm kind of, I'm kind of grown out of it. And now I'm singing and dancing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like my creative side has more come out and the sports was just like, you know, a way to get all my energy out as a kid because I was always so energetic and it's a big oh, social yeah. aspect too, being like in a sport. It's so like social. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. Also, I just lost all competitive value in me. Like I just don't like competitive sports anymore. I, I know. It, it can get to you. I definitely feel that after like a certain amount of time, it's kind of like, do we have to compete again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Um, when did you start recognizing that you were struggling with mental health? Um, I started recognizing that I was struggling probably in middle school. Um, that was kind of when I started to go on social media a lot more and started to branch out and meet new people because in elementary school, obviously there is very pointless drama, Yeah. but it never really affected me because I was just so outgoing and so carefree as a, as a younger kid that I didn't really care and then everything would just get better in the span of a day 
Right. Like me and my friends would fight and like I would feel excluded or someone would feel excluded and then all of a sudden we'd be like, oh yay, let's go play. So that was kind of that in elementary school, but in middle school I started to kind of feel more insecure about myself because I felt like that's when, you know, as a teenager you start growing yeah. and you start trying to figure out who you are and who your friends are and who your groups are and middle school just sucks for everyone. Yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, if you had a good middle school experience, I am very shocked. Yeah, I totally agree. People are always like, I had a great middle school, and I'm like, uh, I envy you. I personally yeah. didn't have a great middle school experience either. Um, yeah. But I feel like it's hard to have a good middle school experience because you're dealing with constant drama and competitiveness in sports and academics and friends and anything. It's like you're like running to the lunch table, like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's like oh if you don't make it you're not a part of the friend group it's like okay yeah exactly again um but I definitely think middle school is also like the time where you can shine um and you find a lot of things that like you're into and that you love but it's also really hard because to that aspect you're also dealing with the friends and the academics and the you know the drama which can really add to everything um yeah yeah for sure like I feel like also though for me sadly I wasn't really able to shine as much at my middle school because they didn't really offer that many creative electives or things that could help me branch out creatively that's why I did switch to Hamilton for high school because the middle school I went to was also a high school and it was basically a choice do I take the more very academic hardcore path or do I decide to just have fun and like actually be creative and have it be incorporated into my academics so yeah, and just like kind yeah. of, so you kind of followed your gut um, yeah and you're now a sophomore correct yeah yeah so I how am. has it been at, um how has that been for you high school um high school has actually been good um sadly I did not get to experience as much as you know people you did in the past and nor did everyone um but I did get to experience freshman year. Well, no, not even most, not even all of it. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Working for so long. That's wild. Um, yeah, but basically I got to experience um, most of freshman year and it was actually very fun. Um, I love my high school. It offers a lot of very creative electives. I'm in a performing arts magnet. Um, it's called AMPA. It basically just stands for Academ um, Academy of Music and Performing Arts. Yeah. So yeah, it offers a lot more creative things. Like I can do dance instead of PE, which is like really cool. Day, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And like, it's nice that you kind of feel good about the decision that you did make at the end of middle school to go and move on to that creative path because now you yeah. can look back at it and be like oh I made the right decision yes exactly I feel like in middle school no shade to anybody in my middle school or even the middle school itself but it was not the best time um and it really affected my mental health I didn't even realize I could become I could feel so like trapped in a place that's like really dark but <laughs> it was truly like not a good atmosphere for me and I just yeah. I've never felt so trapped and then once I left and I, I just felt such a big weight 
lifted off my shoulders and I just it was crazy because I never really knew that just being somewhere and going to such a negative space every day would take such a huge toll on my mental health yeah which is probably so happy and like such a good thing for you to like see now that you're like even with COVID you're still like thriving and you're just so much happier and I feel like a lot of people can relate to the fact that they're they feel trapped in a space that you know it's not their choice to even really go there a lot of our childhood and our school and our education is put on our parents and it's nothing against any of our parents at all um because they're all trying to do the best for us um you know but when sometimes you bring it up they're like i give you the best and like you know and then you feel bad but you're like it's just how the experience has come out um it's not in the fact that they knew that they were putting you in a place that would make you feel so trapped and so you know below everyone else when you truly are everyone's on the same level. Um, people are just doing different things. Um, so that can be another really hard aspect is like, you know, you want to please your parents yeah. uh, in a way. Um, and they also try to like make you the happiest, but when you're in a place that they have put you and you're not, it can also put a lot of pressure on our parents to feel, um, you know, the weight of you feeling like that certain way. Yeah, absolutely. And I am so, so lucky to have parents that support me through what I want to do with my life, um, even though it's not the most um, common and academic route and path to take. Um, so yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how have you come to find the light after knowing that you were struggling? Um, basically, I kind of found light through my friends. Um, I have so many people in my life that actually support me a lot and are there for me through everything. Um, shout out to my best friend, Esther. She's just <laughs> always there for me and I love her so much. Yeah. And my brother, um, we're so close now and he's helped me through a lot. And yeah, just kind of figuring out who my true people are and being able to talk to them and get anything, any hard feelings and just stress out and being able to talk to them about it is like the best feeling in the world. Absolutely. Just knowing that like those people, I mean, it it takes a long time to really find your people and know that these people are going to stick by you always. Um, And so it's good to know that you have a group that you know is not leaving your side and it's still great to go and meet people and you know experience life and experience what life has to offer which comes with the people and the places and the school and I mean it all goes into how much you are living your life to the fullest but you know like having those core people that you know like will always be there no matter what path you take and what decision you know it's such a a good feeling to know like okay I can always go to this person yeah and actually like quarantine has helped me so much figure out who those people are um who the people are that I was able to keep in touch with easily and talk to easily and you know check in with and they check in with me and it's yeah it truly is amazing to have people there for you yeah, it, it does really with that. As it well. does wonders, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even though it's crazy, I didn't find that at school, but you know, you kind of 
I kind of found friends throughout my life from different places and I'm lucky enough to have people from everywhere in my life that I have gr oh. grown up with or met in the past that yeah. have stuck it's with me. It's such a strong thing to, you know, have people that aren't just from school. I love and cherish yeah. my friendships, friendships greatly that are not my people from my school because yeah. it makes it so much more special too when you get to see them because yeah. it's my that you're not with them every single day. It's like, <laughs> love you guys, but I need to move on just for a little while. Um, no, exactly. It's, yeah. it's amazing that also, like, camp friends, for example, um, yeah. I go to a sleepaway camp, um, and I have made, like, the tightest group there ever, yeah. and it just, it, it makes us even more close, I feel like, because we can't see each other for a whole year, and once we're together, we cherish every single moment together and it's like it's the best that's the I best love, feeling to love like camp. seeing them again and like you know being so excited to go back that's always like the yeah, best. I miss it right okay so we're gonna move on now a little bit to you being such a great dancer and singer because I <laughs> yourself so <laughs> I, you are such an incredible dancer and singer how has growing up doing these activities been different and hard doing it in LA Ooh, um, <laughs> well, first of all, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it. And so being in LA, it's, it is a very competitive atmosphere, as one would assume, because, you know, it is the place to be. If you want to be in the music business or acting industry, it, it is genuinely, like, the best place to be for it, because there is an opportunity everywhere and there's people everywhere who have connections, and it's it's really cool, but it's kind of intimidating, <laughs> and it's actually definitely, um, it kind of has, like, taken a toll on, like, me getting anxiety. I feel like I've been getting anxiety more often because of my fear of this competitive industry. It's yeah. crazy because I didn't realize how real it was getting until I my mom found people who have showed interest in me mm -hmm. and I never realized that it can get to this point because I've always doubted myself, which is not the right thing to do. I'm still working on self-confidence and I'm still growing, but being in LA, it's actually caused a lot of fear just yeah. because I'm so scared. I don't know what's coming. I'm, and you're young too. You're young and you have, I know. You have big so dreams. Um, yeah, which is such a good thing. Honestly, like you are in the best atmosphere to have big dreams. Yeah, um, I still love LA so much. I love it yeah. here. As much as you may love it, it can still be really hard. But um, yeah, you know, but you're, it, you're yeah. working with it, and you know, anxiety is not a bad thing. Um, a lot of people look down on anxiety as something that holds you back, but I honestly believe that anxiety can push you so far in so many ways because you know that's getting out of your comfort zone you know especially now yeah. you're meeting so many new people and you're working with so many people that have all of these connections and you know you might be just meeting them and starting with them but like when you see everything that you can do with just one person especially in LA yeah it's, it's kind of crazy which can like scare you a little bit you're like oh gosh what am I getting myself into <laughs> I've asked myself that question 10 times a day um, literally, but yeah, you're so right. It, it actually has helped me, like, it's helped me 
it's helped push me to be more creative be more if I get in my head at least I know that I can get what's in my head onto paper and into a song bingo it's like it honestly is very helpful because you obviously can write about experience into a song and make it into a good song um so important you know, it's a blessing and a curse, I guess. <laughs> I think we're all dying to know. Tell us a little bit about your first single. Okay, well, um, it's called Pink Rosé, and no, it's not about me. I'm not the one drinking rosé. I've had so many adults come up to me and be like, why is it about alcohol? And I'm like, <laughs> don't worry, it's just a story. Okay, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about the background, because some people... Yeah. Guys, you're going to all go listen to it. It's going to be in the link, but tell us a little background so they can get hyped up about it. Okay. Well, basically, you know, I was in, it was like mid-April, quarantine, major lockdown. Um, create, creativity was through the roof. Honestly, um, okay. That was like when I started to like really focus on music and writing. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and basically... I had a blanket that's like a pastel pink color and I wanted to write a song that felt like that color okay. <laughs> which that's is like cool. yeah so it was a baby pla- it was like a pastel pink blanket and I was looking at it and I was like hmm that's a really cool color I want to just write a song that's like that dreamy color vibes and I like got my ukulele and I came up with some very dreamy chords and then I just started writing the verse about a guy who I'm in love with. And I think the cool thing about songwriting is that you don't have to write about personal experience. You can write a story. I mean, Taylor Swift is one of my biggest inspirations and she's the the best storyteller out there. She is Um, such a good storyteller, yeah. Yeah, so she kind of inspired me to just write a story about no one, not no one like me, not me at all, just a whole different, story with different people and I wrote it like that and I came up with the chorus you brought me pink rosé on my birthday I thought that was just really cute and then we kept going from there and I got a producer and I went into the studio and now it's did it now it's out (laughs) how was was the outcome what was your response um I was so nervous to put it out um it's definitely very nerve-wracking, um, but I was so excited, and everyone loved it. Most people, I think. I don't know. I a lot of people said, <laughs> thank you. A lot of people loved it, yeah. Um, everyone was very proud and showing support, and I'm so, so grateful for that. It was Absolutely. That is amazing. I was filled with so much joy that day, and yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, everyone, you can go listen to it now on all platforms, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Video too. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. How was that? How was, how was filming that? I actually love that video. Yeah, it was so fun. So as I said, my dance coach, um, who coaches me in dance, uh, her name's Monica, Monica Flea Smith, very talented. She's choreographed for multiple artists like Phineas and yeah, (laughs) crazy. I know. Oh my God. Are you are you yeah. starstruck by him? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's really dope what she gets to do. But I'm very grateful that we are, I've always loved her. We're, we're so close. And 
she's like my muse and yeah she's my muse is that how (laughs) (laughs) I think um anyways but she was um she heard the song she loved it she had ideas already she's a very creative person she had a team that you know has a camera lights and she's like let's do it let's shoot and I was like oh my god this is crazy um she sent me a whole storyboard of like the story you know how like yeah like how commercials are like yeah like it's like the storyboard it's like yeah and then so when I saw it it was like so crazy and it was amazing we I woke up at like four in the morning we drove to like an hour away into this beautiful nature spot and yeah, and we filmed it and it was the best thing ever. It was so fun. Okay guys, so now you can go listen to it and watch it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I will put it also all in the link. Don't even stress it. Don't okay, even... thank you um, so much. Of course, girl, I got you. Um, how has dance and music become an outlet for you to express yourself and why do you love it so much? I it's become an outlet because when I get sad, I just dance or sing and I've realized that it helps me. So now I know that it can be used as a really good outlet for when I'm sad. Um, Sorry, what was the second part of that question? (laughs) Why do you love it so much? Oh, okay. Well, I love it with all my reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I love it so much um, because when I get into it, it feels amazing. I just wish everyone can experience, I mean, everyone probably has a passion that they can think about right now, and they can, like, they probably understand what I'm saying, when basically, when you really get into this passion that you have, it's the best feeling ever, because you're letting loose, and you're just in the moment. Yes, and I just love dancing, because, especially alone, just because I just, there's no one there's no one who can tell me what's wrong and what's right there it really isn't any rules to dancing um and I can just do it ever and it feels so nice and I also just I'm so excited to hopefully after quarantine just like perform more because I've done a lot of this alone in my room but I just am excited to share with like everyone and perform for that's our goal right we have to keep it for ourselves it's so important um, so you can keep yeah. us accountable, and as soon as this is over, we're going to see you some, perform some stuff. Yeah, I hope. I really hope. Yeah, okay, so living in LA forces you to grow up long before you are ready. How yeah. has your experience been, being um, to grow up so quickly? Yeah, so LA is also such an amazing place, but at the same time, it has forced me to become way more mature at such a young age Mm -hmm. and I don't really know why but I just feel like it's because like LA is just a place you can always just be alone and like walk around and there's always something to do and my parents have always just let me at kind of a young age around like middle school just like be with my friends and like walk around and go to the mall and like I mean, that's a basic thing that's everyone got to do as a teenager, but just being in LA, especially, I feel like I have also had to go through so much like competitiveness and I bet everyone did, but there's just something about LA that has 
forced me and a lot of people to just be independent because we're just alone so much and we were able to just be with friends and walk around and do whatever we were like ever we wanted and also we had to like encounter things that are kind of crazy that probably did not happen in other places yeah absolutely i i completely understand what you're saying and that how has social media played a part in your well-being and mental health um oh my god i literally I hate social media so much, um, but it's addicting and I cannot stop going on it, especially TikTok. TikTok has gotten all my nerves so much. I've been on the verge of deleting it and then I would delete it for an hour and then I had to download it again because it's an addiction. It's yeah. a literal addiction. Yeah. Um, but basically, social media has taken a big toll on my mental health because I, look, I love women empowerment i love women post whatever the hell you want yeah please don't listen to what anyone says but as also as people get to post whatever they want girls behind another screen will see it and get jealous and that's just how it works when i see someone's body i wish it was mine and when i see someone's hair i get jealous i wish it was mine when i see someone with blue eyes since i have brown eyes i'm like Ugh, I hate my eyes. I want their eyes. So <laughs> your eyes are beautiful. Your eyes are green. No. They're green. They're beautiful. Okay. Well, no, you do, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Seeing someone that you don't even know behind a screen can be so hard because it's like, okay, well, and with that note, a lot of this is unrealistic body types and things and yes. stuff that's I just not real. Beauty standards are a construct. Um, literally everywhere in the world, there's a different beauty standard. It's crazy. And we grew up in a place where the beauty standards are big butt, small waist, big lips. Um, and, you know, it's how we grew up and it's how society has been. And it's just how our brains have just tricked us to think that's how we need to look like. And it's crazy, but we can, I know we can all just, I know we can all love ourselves. I know everyone will get to that point one day. It's going to take a while. Everyone's different, but I'm already on that path of loving myself more and just like accepting me for who I am. And that's what everyone should try to do because social media you know is a bitch like you go on social media and your mood can get ruined right away and not because yeah. not because of and like anything specific but literally there's so many things on social media that can ruin my day even just seeing people you know going to a party well not right now because we're in a pandemic but seeing people doing something fun and wishing you were there and also just tiktok seeing like celebrities be able to just do whatever they want and get away with anything and it's a lot of just toxicity yeah social media is <laughs> not get into it but it's definitely a place where you can promote a lot of positivity but with oh, absolutely um, so much negative negative yeah. energy and negative positivity um which is yes. really hard thing to always be seeing because as a 16 year old and you are like just a year younger than me 
it's still, we're constantly seeing it and we're still young, but I mean, that stuff really affects us. Um, yeah. Because we're seeing it every day. Um, yes. Kind of just what society has made us believe that these standards are correct. And if you do not look exactly as if these standards are, you are beautiful or whatever, which is so not true. I mean, everyone's beautiful. Everyone looks different. There is no same person. Like, that's just not mm-hmm. how it works. No yeah. one is ever going to look the same. You and I don't look the same. I don't even look, I mean, I look like my parents, but you get the idea. You know, I don't look like any of my friends. You know, yeah, exactly. we're all different. And then when we see these other people, we try to change us, ourselves, into these people. And it's, yeah. just, it's not how it works, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. And so with that, you mentioned you attend a music academy. Is there yeah. a lot of pressure to be the best? Honestly, not really. Like, I would think that going into a music academy with people who want to be the best or, like, do their best um, would be so competitive, but it honestly isn't for me. But that's also maybe because I don't do the musical. I feel like the musical would be a very competitive thing because everyone wants the lead and everyone wants a certain part, and that's a very competitive thing, but I kind of have stopped doing musicals. I did them in, like, elementary school, but I haven't done a musical since because I'm more focused on music, so I've kind of just been doing my own thing. Which is so important. I mean, that's why you're there. Yeah, and, and, yeah, it's good. Like, I, I wouldn't really want it to, I wouldn't really want high school to feel like such a big thing and so much pressure with it I'd rather just be a fun experience that's chill and you can still have fun and enjoy it and be creative yeah yeah we all need um so with that again (laughs) you mentioned you protested a lot in the last year for women's rights black lives matter climate change and more why is putting your heart on your sleeve like this so important um it's so important just to spread a message and also just show your support to these movements. Um, I'm very lucky that also I can live in LA, which is a place that is so diverse and very filled with love for everyone with every color and every sex and every sexuality and everything. Like there is a lot of love here and a lot of diversity. Um, And it's amazing. It's great. And there's always, there were a lot of marches here for things that mattered, like women's rights, Black Lives Matter, and global warming and stuff. And it was always just so fun to be part of it and show your support. And it was just always filled with so much love and empowerment. Um, Yeah. And it's just great to just show how much you care about something. And support is so important. yeah for everyone to know that there are people supporting you even if it's directly not a cause that affects you to know that they are still supporting you yeah absolutely and being an ally is just as important as just you know being the person that it's you know affecting to like you need to be an ally for every cause even though like a guy like you should go to the women's rights and show your support for women even though you're not a woman and you're not facing the hardships of being a woman you know, it's kind of like that. Yeah, of course. Are there any resources you use to help benefit your mental health? Um, yeah, I guess you could say like dancing 
and singing. Yeah, I honestly, I am not in therapy right now. I really wish I was. I just haven't really got found one yet, I guess. Um, I really want to start it soon. So I think that would be a really good resource for it. But other than that, right now, just, you know, being creative. <laughs> of course. How do you continue to learn and grow from your past? Ooh, um, forgetting about it. <laughs> Basically, I've learned that the past is in the past and you need to forget about it and move on. That's what I've learned because okay. the past haunts me sometimes and it affects me and it brings my mood down and you shouldn't let the past haunt you because it's gone, it's over. And I know it's hard and it was definitely something that was really hard for me to overcome. And a lot of the times I am very focused on the past still. I am not there yet. I still need to grow way more. And the past has obviously helped me grow a lot um, because you learn from your mistakes. And I have made mistakes in the past in a lot of aspects. And everyone has. And you think about it and you reflect on it and you grow from it and then you move on. Like that's how it should be. I don't really like to let it haunt me because I know I'm a different person and I've grown. And that's a good thing to remember. So that might be a way that you find strength when you do reach a low is that, you know, it's happened and now you're going to move on and you're going to make the best exactly. of what you have. Um, exactly. I think it's really important. Something that I've definitely learned is like every day can seriously be our last. Um, and it's something that literally used to haunt me was like, I could literally die tomorrow. And I've learned like, that's not how you think about life anymore. <laughs> um, you just have to kind of live. It's, it's really hard though to live like that when, in a pandemic when you you know, you can't do everything that you wish you were doing and you wish you were a part of, which can be a really hard thing because if you are someone who lives every moment like it's your last, you're doing it inside your house, um, inside the place where you live, and which can be really hard because, you know, a place where you live should only be a place where you really are doing the essential things. Um, like, especially in LA, like, you do not want to be locked up in your house. Um, there's so much you should be doing. And I think that's definitely something that I've learned is just, you know, live in the moment, experience as much as you can. And if you can't experience certain things, experience something else. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've learned to just stay in the present now. And also just being locked in your house has also been a big that, like it helped to like kind of reflect on the past and yeah. once we're out of quarantine this all this reflection and all this time to ourselves is definitely going to benefit us for the future so absolutely keep your head up you know stay positive we're gonna get out soon promise you're gonna stay strong hopefully get out soon yeah stay inside please i mean especially people in la y'all need to stay home Thank you. I'll need to stay home. <laughs> um, would you just say dancing and singing has changed in the pandemic just because you're not going really into the studio every week and all that you mentioned to me off this that you're doing like guitar lessons through Zoom and you know so has that just all changed that now it's just kind of through a computer? Yeah so basically I was going into the studio for most of the pandemic because we were playing, we were really safe. We were in a ventilated space, um, masks on the whole time. 
Um, but now, unfortunately, I can't go. It's just gotten too bad. Um, also, I am switching to a different producer, um, so I'm excited for that. We're gonna see what happens with that. But yeah, so right now I am not going to the studio and I am on Zoom with every one of my teachers, my guitar teacher, my songwriting teacher, and my dance teacher. It's all on Zoom. <laughs> and it's okay. It's good. Fine. It's the best you can do. Yeah. Is there anything else other than dance and singing that you use as an outlet for your wellness and self-care? Um, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I'm trying to think. Um, I love doing makeup. I think it's so nice and just very therapeutic. I don't know why. No, I'm like really when I'm bored or down, I just do my makeup. I I'm like really bad at makeup, but I would like to say that I like doing makeup. Even yeah, that's I'm okay. You can do it better. And just practice a lot. And it's fun. I mean, I'm not the best either, but it's just really cool. And it's also another way to be creative, you know? Absolutely. Bright color on your eye. Just like, like having fun with it, you know? Yeah. Do you think it's been hard to find your true self as you've grown up in LA? Or do you think it would be the same growing up in anywhere else? Um, hmm. It's crazy because anywhere else is so different and like I would have had so many different experiences if I was in Michigan or something like if I grew up in Michigan I would probably be a different person I don't know I mean there's so many things like cause and effect that have happened here and have led up to who I am now and all of my experiences here so yeah LA is definitely been you should like, be thankful for it I mean look where you are today and what you want to do in this moment you are in the best possible place to do it yeah, exactly I think you I have all the resources just at your the tip of your finger. yeah I feel like everything happens for a reason I always preach that and <laughs> some people don't believe that but I do because it's not really like a God's plan thing but it's more of like I mean, if you don't believe in God or anything, you can just say everything happens for a reason because I think it does. And I think since I was here in LA and I want to be pursuing music, you know, I was meant to be here. No matter how badly I wanted to go to Michigan and live with my camp friends for my life. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any future plans for singing and dancing? Um, yes, so uh, I'm gonna hope what plans that you can share with us. Yes, okay, well, I don't, I'm not gonna be too secretive because I'm just gonna, I mean, I'm making an EP soon, very exciting. Um, okay, uh, so I'm gonna be working with two different producers. Uh, well, they're gonna be working together with me, um, and I've never worked with them, so it's going to be really interesting to see what we come up with and how we put the music video. You're going to be in the music video? Can I be in one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I'm going to literally fly out to LA. Yeah, you can fly out. You can be in the background. I can teach you the dance, and you'll be the dancer. I did used to do competitive dance, so. Oh. Maybe it runs in the family. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Are you still flexible? Yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about this all the But like maybe I'll just like come on and just do like a little spin or like. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll, I'll spice it up, you know, you need 
Lily, yeah, no, yeah. life, right? Yeah, for sure. You're gonna be in it. I promise. I will be in it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, just on the EP, and uh, hopefully, I can just start dancing more. Um, hopefully, I can be maybe a dancer in some projects for people. That would be really cool. Um, and yeah, just performing. I hope I can perform at gigs at places. I don't know where or how it's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Hope. That's yeah, it's gonna happen. And hopefully I can do some photo shoots. Oh my gosh, it's 2021. So with 2021 being that, with that, what is one goal of yours this year that is gonna benefit your mental health? Um probably the EP or something because I feel like once I'm going to get it done and once I'm going to have it, hopefully I'm going to be immensely proud of myself and wow. it's hopefully going to boost my confidence and make me realize that I can make something really good. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry. I said, yep. You can continue. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, what would you want family and friends to know about how they can best support a loved one who may be struggling to find their true self? Um, I would like to let them know to just, um, just let them flourish on their own. Give them some privacy because I've learned that being alone is the best way to find your true self. I mean, that's obvious, I would assume, but like... Yeah, you're, you find yourself by being alone, um, because when, before quarantine, I was never really alone too much. I was always with people. I always loved being around people, so it never really gave me that much time to focus on myself, and then in quarantine, I did, and it's helped a lot. So to everyone, I just say, give your family and friends some space sometimes just to think about themselves, because it's not selfish. To be alone and want to think about yourself it's a very important thing and it shouldn't be something that you don't do often because I've learned that you should have more alone time Absolutely. because it helps you love yourself a little more so so yeah. well Gilda thank you so much for speaking with me today and sharing your story with us um, your journey is authentic, raw, and vulnerable. I see myself in your story, and I know others in our situation will too. Thank you for the great work that you're doing, and I'm so excited to see the success that you have in your lifetime. <laughs> is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you would like our listeners to know? Um, just, just stay in the present, leave the past. I know I've said this. But I think it's very important. Yeah. Stay in the present. Um, focus on yourself more because even though you don't think you need to, you probably should. Just to, just to give yourself some more love. Yeah, it's so important. And I just wish everyone the best. Whoever's listening. Yeah. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gilda. Thank you so much, Lily. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so happy you're here. If you're struggling, please reach out. Do not suffer alone. 
Some hotlines that you may need to know are Suicide Hotline 1-800-273-8255, Self-Harm 1-800-366-8288, Lifeline 1-800-784-8433, Mental Health Overall 1-800-442-9673. Please reach out if you need it. You are not alone. All my love. Lily. See you next week.